Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. I hope you're doing well today. I've just been out in the park. It's a beautiful day here in the UK. But I'm excited to be back here and talking to you. And what I'm going to do today is talk about what I consider to be the best language learning method. Curious what it is? Well, stay tuned because I'm going to give you a very clear, concise rundown of after the last 15 years of uh, doing this stuff, what I consider to be the best way to go about learning a language. Bit of housekeeping before we do that. Um, depending on when you are listening to this, there is likely one more day left to uh, enroll in my new Spanish beginner program, which has been super popular. We've almost sold out all of the beta spots. Um, but if you are interested in that, then please head over to the show notes where you can uh, click a link and it'll give you some more information. It is, um, I'm more and more excited about the course, even though it's finished now, I'm more and more excited about it as time goes on because we've got lots of new students going through the course and um, leaving comments and starting discussions in the member area and the feedback has been fantastic and the what's re- what's worked really well that I'm very happy with is the fact that the whole course is based on story right so you don't just learn a bunch of grammar rules and words no what you do instead is you read the story uh, and then I actually in the lessons help you to understand the story so i'm teaching you teaching you spanish through this complete story that accompanies the course anyway you've heard enough about that in uh, episode 205 so i won't go over that again but if you would like to be in the beta group for which you get 50 percent off the uh, the course fees then now's the time to do it um again depending on when this comes out you may still have time to get involved the link is i will teach you language.com forward slash Episode one zero no sorry two zero seven is the place to go for that. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. You're going to hear me mention them quite a bit during this show. It's Italki, and the reason I mention Italki is because it's the best place to go to get that all important speaking practice in the language you're learning. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, then you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right, then, without any further ado, let's get into today's show. And as I said uh, just a minute ago, I want to take a bit of time to outline what I think is the best method to learn a language. Now, of course, I have to give the usual caveats, which is that uh, there is no best method. There's no perfect method. Everybody's different. And the best method for learning a language is always going to be the one that works best for you. However, Having said all that, I've tried so many different things. You know, I my, learned my first language, which was French, when I was nineteen. Uh, got on a, on a, I took a one-way train ride to Paris. I had no plans to come back. I just taught myself French because I had to, and then went off to live in various different countries, and and then went back to London and learned languages back home in London as well, whilst living in an English-speaking environment. And so I, I've, I've tried it all. I've tried lots of different things. I've also got some great friends who are wonderful polyglots and I know all about their methods as well. So I've, I guess what I'm trying to say is I've started to see that there are certain truths, you know, certain things that you have to do if you want to learn a language quickly and different methodologies, you know, with the different people study in different ways, it's usually kind of variation on the theme, but every successful language learning method, every good method has to have certain fundamentals. And that's what I, I'm going to try and describe 
today. So if you're wondering what is the best way to learn a language, here is my my best concise explanation of, of how to go about it. All right, then. First of all, I'm going to say that you need to get a thorough grounding in the basics of the language. I think lots of people skip this because either they want to get to the sexy stuff quicker or because they don't really ever get to grips with studying it enough to learn the language. So symptoms of this would include, for example, if you spend hours and hours on Duolingo every day, learning random words that have no particular sense, or if you find yourself browsing the internet incessantly looking for new tricks or new YouTube videos and and stuff like that, you know, you can't get away from the fact that learning a language involves acquiring a bunch of knowledge. And, the, you know, you can acquire that knowledge quite quickly. And the best way to do that for me is just to get a very good self-study book and go through it from cover to cover. This is what I recommend people do now. Whenever someone asks me, you know, Ollie, I want to start learning French. What should I do? I say, look, go and get a good book and go through it. It's, you might think it's dull, but well, you might think it's not very, not very 2017. But I would say, like, especially in the in the age that we live in, with all these distractions and the internet trying to just guide everything, really the best thing you can do, get a good self-study book, sit down in a quiet room and focus every, like, one hour every day, just go through the book from cover to cover. There is a, a way of, um, there's a theory in learning, in, in accelerated learning, which is that when you first start learning something, quantity over quality is better. Okay, let me say that again. When you first start learning a new skill, quantity over quality is best at first. And the reason is that because it's new to you, and in this case, a language, because it's new to you, you're not ready yet to learn all the different parts of the, the grammar and the different rules and the syntax and things like that. You, you only become ready to learn certain things later on. And so by going for this quantity over quality approach... What you basically do is you expose yourself to as much of the language as you can through through you know, I like to do it through 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 a self-study book. So you're looking at these different rules and different explanations of the different grammar bits and you're not trying to master all of it. You're not even necessarily trying to learn all of it, but you're kind of putting it on the radar. So that if you're learning French for example, you you figure out very quickly that there are masculine and feminine nouns. Then you learn that you have to conjugate the verbs. And you learn that you can form the past tense uh, and the future tense in in different ways. And you learn that the French R is pronounced like a R instead of a R like that. And then you learn that you have um, the different forms of addressing another person. You have you have the the tu and the vous. Uh, so you you learn all of this stuff as quickly as possible. And the idea is that not you don't master it, of course, but because it's on your radar, when you then encounter it in through listening or through reading or through talking to people, because you, you, it's already on your radar, it's much, much easier for you to then pick up. What many people do that I consider a mistake is to start at the beginning and then everything they come across in their in their book, they try to master it from the beginning. Now, the problem with this is that, A, it's almost always very difficult to master certain grammatical points in a language at the beginning. And secondly, all the time that you're taking to master something, you could be spending just becoming familiar with something else. 
Okay, and and the, and the main thing is that once you've got that general overview of all the different parts of the language, mastering stuff becomes much easier. It's much harder to master something right at the beginning when you're just so unfamiliar with everything else that's going on. Okay, so the first part of learning a language is to get a very good grounding. You take a quantity over quality approach and you just blitz through a good textbook so that you get all the basic knowledge in your head so that it's on the map. Now, the second thing that you need to do is to start speaking early on with a language partner or language tutor. Now, many people disagree with this. They say there's no rush to speak. Uh, you can start speaking later. And I have a lot of sympathy for that view. Here's the thing, though. Most people who I come across who have difficulty uh, speaking a language uh, it's because they don't speak it. They put it off because they start to get, they, you know, they wait and they wait and they get nervous about speaking. Speaking with native speakers becomes this big thing for them. It becomes a, the thought of interacting with a native speaker becomes really kind of, um, quite scary. And so one of the biggest problems you've got to guard against in learning a new language is actually becoming scared of speaking. Because if you never start speaking, then you're never going to get good at it. So if you say to me, you know, Ollie, I'm going to wait two or three months before I start speaking. I'll say, okay, that's absolutely fine, as long as you do. Personally, what I prefer to do is to beat the fear from the beginning. So you find a nice uh, a nice language exchange partner or a language tutor, and then you meet with them regularly, uh, and you simply practice the basic stuff that you've been learning. So if you've been learning your simple Spanish verb conjugations, yo voy, tú vas, él va, nosotros vamos, then simply practice that in a very easy, laid-back way with your tutor or with your language partner. And it just gets you used to speaking and interacting with another person and also listening to what the other person says. It beats the fear. It gets you up and using the language from the beginning. Now, the best place to do that, I mentioned them earlier, is italki. Because unless you're lucky enough to have someone that lives kind of close to you that you can meet often, I find it much more convenient to simply jump on Skype with a good tutor who is... Uh, you know, there to help you, usually for quite an affordable rate. And so that's why I really recommend italki for that, because it's just so convenient and there's really no excuse not to not to do it. So the next thing you have to focus on, and this is a period that lasts for quite some time and is often where people get stuck, is you need to grow your vocabulary. And at the beginning of learning a language, the the one thing, the only thing really that will stop you communicating with people and understanding the language is the fact that you don't know enough words. All right, it's as simple as that. So your main aim after you've been over the basics is to just grow your vocabulary as quickly as you can. And the best way to do that for me is to spend a lot of time reading stuff that you're interested in in that language. Not only reading it, but also listening along at the same time. The challenge can be finding interesting stuff to read that you also have the audio to or vice versa. This does not include movies. Movies are not good for this at this stage because they're too hard. The subtitles are often different. Um, they're not congenial to uh, to study. Um, so what you really want to do is find material that is on topics that you're interested in or, or that you can stomach at least and you don't get too bored of and then spend time every day reading this stuff and listening along or, or vice versa, listening to the material and reading along. Now, in episode uh, 203, we talked about where to find audio with transcripts. So uh, if that is on your mind, then you can go back to listen to that one. I will teach you a forward slash episode 203. 
it's often well worth investing some time to, you know, to search out that material. Because when, once you've got it, you can spend a long time with it. And that's the best way to do two things. To firstly, grow your vocabulary. Because in order to understand it, you have to study it. And so you're going to learn words. And then secondly, also to get used to the sounds of the language. So if you are doing a lot of listening, then you improve your listening skills. And the fact you've got the text there to follow along means that whenever you don't understand anything, you can go straight to the source and check the words that are actually used. Okay. So point number three is growing your vocabulary by reading and listening to lots of good, interesting material. The next thing you need to do once you start this process of listening and reading to lots of interesting material is to deliberately practice the things that you learn in speaking with your partner or, or tutor. Now, this is the best way to develop the ability to speak confidently. One of the most common complaints from people learning a language is that, you know, whenever I come to speak with somebody, I freeze up and it takes me too long to form sentences and I forget words, blah, blah, blah. And it is a big problem. But the there's a very simple solution, which is just to practice speaking more with the things you're trying to learn. So what I usually recommend is that you take the textbook or the material that you're listening to, and then you take the stuff that you've learned from that chapter of your textbook or from the listening material, and then you take that with you to your session with your tutor or your language partner. And you say, hey, uh, Mr. or Miss or Mrs. Language Partner, here's what I want to practice. Help me practice this, please. And then you literally hand them over a list of words or grammar points or example sentences or topics and say, hey, can we talk about this? And if they're any good, then they'll say, sure, let's talk about that. And you can have a conversation on that topic. And what that means is you can start to recycle the stuff you've been learning. So it's not just in your head, but you're getting it out of your mouth as well and learning to put sentences together. Okay, so part four is to deliberately practice the stuff that you're learning with a speaking partner. The last thing you have to do, this is point number five, is to create a lifestyle that involves using your new language as much as possible. Very often, a mistake people make is to keep it too cerebral. So you're studying at home with your textbooks, maybe you go to a class, but then outside your study time, you never actually use it. You don't have to travel abroad to learn a language. If you're learning Spanish, you don't have to go to Spain. If you're learning, if you're learning Japanese, you don't have to go to Japan. It can help, but equally, sometimes it can be a little bit hard as well. It is perfectly possible to learn a language from home. But what you do need to do is to create a lifestyle that involves using that language. So, and I'm talking here like when you're a bit more advanced, you know, when you are certainly kind of intermediate level or above, you're, you're, you can speak the language already. You can, um, you can understand a certain amount. The way to take it to the next level is to make it an integral part of your life. So you're getting your news from that language source. You're watching TV and movies in the language. You're going out and looking for uh, activities, whether it's like salsa or yoga or, or, or even learning another language through that language. So for example, uh, it, let's say that you're learning, you want to learn, let, well, let's say that Spanish is the language you're learning. Well, you could go to a French class that's delivered in Spanish. You, know, you just got to be creative here and think of all the different ways that you can make the language part of your life. But that is the way that you're going to stay motivated and keep it all up for long enough to be successful. All right, so I've kind of zoomed through these things, but I wanted to lay them out because this is, according to my thinking right now in August 20, 2017, the most fundamental 
aspects of learning a language that make sure that you not only learn fast, but learn to understand people, learn to speak and stay motivated enough to actually be successful in becoming fluent in that language. Okay, let's quickly recap what they are. Number one, start your new language by getting a thorough grounding in the basics, by getting a good self-study book and going through it from beginning to end, aiming for quantity over quality. Number two, start speaking very early on with uh, a language tutor or a speaking partner of some kind. Don't delay. Don't let it become a big fear. Number three, grow your vocabulary. So focus on learning new words and phrases. And the best way to do that is by reading and listening to interesting material, ideally at the same time. So listening to something with a transcript or reading to something that has audio. Number four is to practice what you learn directly in speaking. So everything that you learn in your study time, take it to a study partner or tutor and say, help me practice this, please. And then number five is to create a lifestyle, design a lifestyle that involves using your new language as much as possible. There we go. If you'd like to see that written down in a list, in case you're driving or something and you can't quite remember, then uh, head over to the show notes. Uh, I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 207. It would be a very good exercise for you to think about how you've been learning in the last six months or so and to think to yourself, right, which of these do I not have? What, which of these am I not doing? And really just maybe go for the next month or two, just focus on on your weakness. Focus on the thing that you haven't been doing and just see what happens. You'll be very surprised how quickly you can start to to gain confidence. Well, right, so I hope you enjoyed that. If you'd like to ask me a question about language learning, uh, I have a, a, a page on my website where you can go and click a button and you leave me a voice question and I answer them all on the podcast. The address to do that is IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask, A-S-K. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And because today we've been talking about language learning methods, um, really the best place to go to learn more about this is my course, Language Learning Foundations. And in this course, I basically walk you through in uh, 10 very simple modules, everything that I recommend you do to learn a language quickly so that you can get to a point where you can speak it fairly fluently, enjoy it and start to integrate the language into your life. It's a uh, no fluff a very direct, actionable, step-by-step course. And if you'd like to have a look at that, you can um, either go to the website and there's a, a courses tab at the top of the website where you can find that. Or else you can go to the show notes and I'll put a link there. Uh, so once again, that's IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 207. All right, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free. And if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course.